Do, 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 do. Welcome to the Incel Radio Hour, where we talk all things incel. Today we have many hot topics, like, why doesn't she like me? Why does she always go for the chads? And if I follow her home, do you think she'll start to like me? All right, let's get into it. Now, um, we have two ladies here. Uh, do you find Hi. yourself uh, going yeah. for chads? Why don't you like the nice guys? I don't think I've ever dated a Chad. Don't think I've ever met a Chad. I think they only live in Florida. Well, let me explain something to you as a man. And don't call it mansplaining like you would. But I'm really oh. nice, so I don't have to call you a dumb idiot yet. So, You're a nice guy. I'm a very nice guy. But a Chad is a term used to describe some bozo jock hulked out butthead who gets all ladies despite not being a nice guy. Yeah, that's usually who I go for. They're just so confident. But don't you like the nice guys? I don't I don't think I've met one. I don't know. I like it if you could just like bench press me like a hundred times. What if I would just buy you flowers all the time and listen to everything you say? I don't know if I'd go for that. Stupid sluts! And we're just kidding. You're listening to Friends of Benefactors. This isn't the incel hour. That's actually every other Thursday. (laughs) Friends. With Benefactors. Uh, We're your hosts. I'm Matt. I'm Sarah. I'm Rebecca. Welcome to the new Improved Friends with Benefactors. Um, how's everyone been doing this week? Doing well? I'm not doing good, that's for sure. Superman does good. I'm pretty good. I haven't been, like, followed or like, stalked by any... Uh, any incels? Any incels. So, so, to fill us in, so you, you saw something about, like, a post on, like, 4chan or something? What was What was this? Yeah, I don't know what forum it was, because I saw the post on social media, but it was a post from a man who was giving out advice to all his fellow incels to basically... Well, he described a scenario where he was he followed a, approximately around a 14-year-old girl. And who was walking alone. How old is he? Uh, yeah, I, who no knows? No one should have some other 14-year-old yeah, girls around. No one should be following 14-year-old boys shouldn't be following 14-year-old 14-year-old girls, yeah. especially. You're but not no talking about women unless anymore. You're, unless you're a private eye yeah. hired to fi- yeah. like find out some info on someone, no one should be yeah. following anyone. Yeah. So anyway, go go on. Yeah, that actually is the most disturbing part, was the fact that she was around 14, as he describes it. Um, so that doesn't even, you know, qualify as a, like, a full-grown ass woman, which no. is, neither is okay, but 14, definitely not okay. Um, but he was just, like, just, you know, saying about how he followed her around, um, because she got, like, she was getting a little scared, and he got excited about it, the fact that she was scared, so he was recommending to everyone else that, they hey, hey, if you see a, a woman or a young girl walking around by themselves, yeah, just follow them around creepily, because it, it kind of gives you a power trip. If you find scaring 14-year-old <laughs> girl strangers 
in like a like I'm following you home kind of fucked up way. You are there's something wrong with you. I mean, scaring people. I get maybe the mm-hmm. occasional being amused by jumping around the corner at someone. Even that's a dick move. It's you have to dickish. know them too. Exactly. Do not do this to strangers or scaring yeah. people th- that have earned being scared. Like mm-hmm. the time the guy behind me was being a dick and honking at me because I wouldn't drive into traffic. And so then when he tried to pass me, I kept up with him so he was across the line illegally speeding towards oncoming traffic on a winding back road. That yeah. scared him. But he earned that scare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, it, yeah, it's very, like, there's so many other ways, dude. There's so many... So Just many leave ways. 14-year-old girls alone. Yeah. Unless you're a 14-year-old dude and you say, hey... Do you want to go out with me sometime? And then if they say no, just leave them alone. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, dude, you want to scare 14-year-old girls? Um, why don't you volunteer to work at a haunted house? There you well, go. You know, once a year. And also, Bright I'm now fest. going to... I'm going to petition the government to make a rule that all haunted 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 house... Haunted proprietors need to do background checks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. But I mean, but wouldn't it make it more scary? With a murder, you know, it's in a haunted house. Hey, like, wouldn't that be scary? Like, hey, like, imagine in the future you have an app that's like, oh, hey, there's like a a sexual predator nearby. They like they microchip them. (laughs) This haunted house is spooky. There's five sexual (laughs) predators around the corner. Ooh, and you're like, don't even care about the chainsaw guy. Like, he's fine. (laughs) Chainsaw guy, he's. His record is clean. Yeah, the chain being like the chainsaw guy's scaring you. Like, sorry, guy, you're yeah. not on my list. Aww. Sorry, I can I can see by my GPS report here that you are not a sexual predator. <laughs> well, it's so hard these days to scare people, seeing as I'm a well-adjusted adult who doesn't like rape people or chase around young girls. I just like to scare people of all ages and genders. <laughs> <laughs> This trans person's like, even me? He's like, even you. Yeah. Even you. And yeah. Like, that's so sweet. He's like, no! <laughs> Be scared. Like, hey, everybody, can you get in this picture with me? There's a really cool trans-friendly chainsaw guy over here. I was like, fine. <laughs> oh, like, man. There's not even a chain on that chainsaw. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. It just makes noise. I get it. Actually, I feel kind of bad about this because it's just wasteful to the environment. Yeah. I think I'm going to switch to a good old, you know, old-fashioned axe. Yeah. Don't have to worry about pollution because it's just, I don't even know what's scary anymore. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go home and rethink a lot of my life. Yeah. <laughs> uh. well. Beep, beep. Predator finder. Beep. You wouldn't even need a haunted house. I'm at the local arcade, and oh, I can't look at my phone. It lit up like a Christmas tree. I need tanning glasses to look. I was going to say, you have to put that dark theme on it. (laughs) Well, I guess if there were a GPS, um, if there was a GPS on sexual predators, and if they were pedophiles, they already wouldn't be allowed to go near people. So I'm sure it would just alert the FBI or the... Right, they're at the the, arcade. Yeah. What I just like video games, like sir. You're, sure you do. You're dressed as at, you're dressed as the seat of one of the sit down games. 
What? I can't I can't go around dressed like a chair? <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> Sir, your dick is the steering wheel. It's actually the chair is in front of you. Speaking of people disguised as chairs, did you hear about uh the people that did a study to see how people would react to driverless cars, but they didn't have driverless cars, so they just put people in the cars dressed as car seats. <laughs> oh, so like all those like YouTube drive-throughs scare the drive-through attendant videos. So like they they yeah they put in like a tinier chair so that like it wasn't a chair on a chair and it looked like <laughs> that no one was driving there just they just could only see what appeared to be. A car seat. So wait, so was this people observing the driverless cars from outside the vehicle, or were they inside? Okay, so... Yes, good question. Here's what... It was a... Well, people would, like, start knocking on the windows, because some people figured out what it was, but they wanted to see how people reacted to driverless cars. Okay, from the outside. I thought they were trying to trick the people on the inside of the car. So, like, you'd be driving and look over (laughs) and see, like, an empty car next to you. Okay, okay, okay. But, like, when they'd be, like, at stop signs, pedestrians would come over and, like, knock on the window and be like, dude, I can see your seat. And they're like, okay, we're doing an experiment. Please go away. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like... Yeah, everyone's reaction is going to be like, what the fuck? Like, was this must have been no, campaigned by an anti... Well, I mean, no, not really. Driverless. I don't think I'd be like, what the fuck, if I saw a driverless car, I'd be like, where's mine? If you had no idea what where's a driverless it? car was, though, well, you not... would be what you'd be like, what the fuck? But... What is this black magic driving down the road? Witchcraft! Burn the car! No, I'm a dude in the seat! Please yeah. put the torch down. I mean, that's not that far. I mean, a lot of places still don't let gay people get married, so. That's yes, true. witchcraft, I think, would be a lot of people's go to. Did those driverless cars get pulled over more? Because the police I think they also did. Yeah, had I think no some idea. Got pulled over. Um, but unlike the driverless cars. Oh, Casper's driving. He don't have a license. <laughs> so, anyway, speaking about. Uh, people not knowing things and being idiots apparently a big thing going around right now is people concerned about canine autism which is not a thing but it is a thing for people that don't that are anti-vaxxer and don't want to vaccinate their dogs so or any of their animals so their main concern is that their dog will have autism and that's worse than having a dead fucking dog that died of some horrible goddamn disease so uh, i I just don't... What is a fucking autistic dog, A? I, I want to... What is it... What behavioral concerns are there with an autistic dog? Well, the dog doesn't pick up on social cues. You call it, it doesn't come. Uh, you put a glass on the table, it swipes it off the table... Um, so your, your dog is a cat. Your, your dog is you're a cat. You're not a cat person and you're really pissed <laughs> off. Yeah. So what happens <laughs> is the reason people would rather their dogs be dead is because then they'd have a cat. Oh, that makes so much sense then. <laughs> no, yeah, no you, If you're buying a dog, you don't want a cat. Yeah, I would... Oh, well, what? yeah. No, now I'm, I'm actually... Now I'm convinced that my dog... My late dog, Amber, Golden Retriever. Had autism? I think she might have had autism. She was she was diagnosed with Lyme disease, but I think she was just Wow, it runs in the family, huh? Totally. <laughs> but she was she always had nightmares and she'd never respond to when she was called. 
And you're sure it's the dog autism and not the lion? Uh, yeah, because I remember uh, she would not, like, you'd be like, Amber, like, your breath stinks, go away, and she would just get closer to you. Oh. Because like, dogs don't like to do that. And they, they usually can pick up on stuff like your breath stinks. And yeah, usually when they yeah. say that, they don't it's open a, their mouth wider like yeah. they're smiling and then breathe yeah. more in your face with the tail wagging. And I'd be like, Amber, Amber. And she would just like keep like, and I would be like, Amber. And she would just be like, hello. Yeah. I Maybe that's what happened to my dog. She would always eat my underwear. I should. Did you vaccinate her? Uh, I'm not sure. I'll have to ask my parents. Probably. Probably was vaccinated. Probably. I think so. Yeah. If you have a dog that lasts pretty long, they're usually vaccinated. My dog got vaccinated too late, and he had distemper, and he died, like, two weeks after we got him. And mm-hmm. it was pretty... He was in a lot of pain. It wasn't... He couldn't... And this is why you should get your dogs vaccinated, because mm-hmm. my dog had distemper, and he could barely move, and he would just tremble and whine because he's in so much pain. I didn't... Uh, can you just... I'm sorry. I just... I don't know what distemper is. It's like a... It's like doggy measles. Oh. Oh. It's terrible. Yeah, it's like this horror, really terrible disease that a lot of strays get, and he had it. And so all I could do was make him comfy for the last two weeks of his life. Mm. So, at least he had that going for him. Yeah. That's really, yeah. But we had, like, a small staircase up out of our apartment that I had to, like, carry him up so he could poop his little watery diarrhea poops. Because he couldn't walk up the steps because he was in so much pain. How old were you? But better than doggy autism. Yeah, totally. This was when I lived in Reading, like, Mm. seven years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't... I don't get it. I mean, if I was autistic, I'd, I'd start to be offended at this point. Right? <laughs> I'd be... I mean... Wait, you're not? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Oh, I, I don't mean offended. I mean autistic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean both, really, probably. No, like, you should be... They're both if on the spectrum. If, if you're autistic, you should be offended. Yes. That people would rather get horrible, fucking debilitating... I'd yes. rather be in a fucking iron lung than have autism. Yeah, yeah, I think you're fucking wrong. I think you're wrong. Yeah. Why don't we fucking give one of your kids polio, and if we fucking could, if we had the technology, mm-hmm. give one of your kids autism and see which one yeah. likes the other one better. I I always <laughs> found it interesting like we how we never got anyone's opinion with autism on the vaccination issue. Like, we got certainly have Jenny McCarthy's opinion and, you know, various uh, celebrities who don't know what they're talking about. But I'm like, have you heard a single person diagnosed with autism being like, Excuse me, sir, you have autism. Would you rather have polio? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, seriously. It it just seems, like, at at this point, if I had autism, I'd be like, okay, you guys have gone way too far like i'm not fucking stupid like yeah it's it's nuts people are so and of course it's the stupidest fucking people that that think this shit but you know if only there was some sort of inoculation that would prevent people from being so fucking stupid they'd be anti-inoculation but unfortunately they don't have that yet no Nope. So, 
now, if, if you remember in our, our classic episodes of Friends of Benefactors, uh, we did a little, uh, we had a little Sean uh, Paul special, and we talked about the scenario, which I picture as a movie. Okay, so, so there's this guy, he's living his life present day. Okay. Now, he wakes up, and it's September 10th, 2001. But, here's the catch. He woke up as Sean Paul. Now, how does he stop the impending doom? And and so it's like, he's like, oh, da, 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 da. and people are like, what are you trying to say? And he's trying to warn them about September 11th, but he's Sean Paul, so nobody understands him. And that movie was called The Right Temperature to Melt Steel Beams. <laughs> now... <laughs> Now we have we have some other Sean Paul movies, and I'm just it's, so do you do you want me to go one by one? We can break it down, discuss it, or go through the list, and you tell me your favorite and break them all down uh, afterward. Um, I feel like there's so many. Maybe we should break them down. You should break them down. Yes, one by one, because I am forgetful. Okay, ready? All right, let's start with the first one. He was burning, not concerning what nobody want to say. But then the votes turned in. Sean Paul went to sleep on election night, and he just wanted to be the papa and her to be the mom. But when he woke up, he was the papa and the Ron. Overnight, he goes from Sean Paul to Ron Paul. It's House of Raps to House of Raps in this zany comedy, House of Raps. Happening th- it's happening this November. This feels like just so many things could happen. Yeah, he's Ron. He's Ron Paul, and he's in the House of Representatives. But I and so like, does he pass a great bill? What, what does he do? Is he is? Do you think he himself is? Uh, I don't know if Ron is libertarian or Republican. One, I know his son is uh, libertarian, but. I, I don't know. I think Ron Paul's, like, on the edge of libertarian. Just edging? Just edging. So, but you think this would make a good movie? I'd watch it. Get those kids interested in I, their government. I do. I think that, uh, God, I just, I just feel, I'm seeing so many different ways this could go. I feel like we could brainstorm a little bit more some ideas. Well, well, how about this? I'll go through the other movies and we can always come back to one and readdress it. All right, all, all right. right. So ready? He had the right tactics to turn her on. But does he have the right tactics for the storm? Of Normandy, that is. Sean Paul is like Ike when he finds himself back in time in the body of Dwight D. Eisenhower on June 5th, 1944. Every dog has his day, but will the six be the day for him? Today, rock. In theaters, June. Today? <laughs> like D-Day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> oh, he had God. an album called Duddy Rock, oh. so this one's called Today Rock. Oh God! How much research did you have to do for this, Matthew? Only a little. Only, oh. only a, I mean, I, there was yes, yeah, some research went into this. Um, I'm not even. Do. I'm not even questioning your oh. grasp of American history. I figured you knew all those dates. I was 
surprised oh, his you knew yeah, his album. I did look up his album. Wait, can we just pause for a second? Yeah. And I just, because of your first suggestion, I just googled. I just want to see what the internet would come up with. But I googled Ron Paul, Sean Paul, and I got Ron Paul equals Sean Paul on YouTube. Well, let's take a pause, because I need a drink, and then we're going to watch this. And I think I definitely need a drink to watch it. So we're going to take a pause, we're going to watch it, and we're going to discuss it. So, basically the video was exactly how we imagined the movie, which is Ron Paul, but speaking in Sean Paul lyrics. So. Yeah. And basically not knowing what he's saying. Who wouldn't watch that debate? Which isn't that politics? Well... I, that's a, I think that I think it would make a good movie. But how do you feel about Today Rock? I uh, I I, I miss the whole gist of that again. Do you want me to reread yeah, it yeah, for yeah, you? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. He had the right tactics to turn her on, but does he have the right tactics for the storm of Normandy? That is, Sean Paul is like Ike when he finds himself back in time in the body of Dwight D. Eisenhower on June fifth, nineteen forty-four. Every dog has his day, but will the six be the day for him? The day rock in theaters, June. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, I still like the election one better. Well, I picture more of like an Ernest series. Yeah. You know, like Ernest is is scared silly, Ernest goes to camp, like it's just a bunch of different... Mm -hmm. So they don't necessarily have to count each other out, but so so far that's not your favorite. As I said, don't worry, you don't have to pick one. Okay, so uh, this one's a bit of a stoner comedy. Okay. He was pimping as he ride, and until one day he was up in a place... He wo- er, he, until one day he woke up in a place he wasn't recognizing. Join Sean Paul as he wakes up on November 22nd, 1963, in the body of President Kennedy. Can he stop getting? Can he stop from getting smoked while he's in high office? Grassy Knoll coming this fall. <laughs> What's it with Sean Paul being connected to U.S. presidents? I, well, Dwight D. Eisenhower was a general on D-Day, yeah, yeah, so he wasn't a president yeah. at the time. Uh, it's just more so to politics, I would mm. say. So you don't like that one either? No. I'm digging all these, like, alternate history ones. I love those. Okay. It's, it's pretty interesting. Here's one. Maybe this fits you. It's more international. It doesn't actually... Okay. It doesn't actually fall into politics. Sexy ladies want a ball with him, but that but they're not the only ones shaking that ting. When Sean Paul wakes up in the body of Yumo, a Fukushima worker, on March eleventh, two thousand eleven, this goofball comedy is a tsunami of laughs that will breach your funny bones reactor. Shake dashi in theaters this summer. I like that. I don't know why. Probably because it's the most offensive out of all of them. <laughs> I. Th- that's ding 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 ding. I was gonna say yeah. That one might be too offensive. Okay, so I don't even know where you go with yeah, that. Yeah, but one. think of the cross branding we could do with that with Duke Nukem's. Oh, that's true. So you now here's. This one, I, depending okay, on how okay. you look, this one, eh, this is a softball, but still okay. slightly offensive. He just wanted them to give him the lie, oh, but when Sean Paul woke up as Jesus on the day of the Last Supper, he was the light, Sean of God, 
this Easter. Love that. <laughs> I think I think comparing Sean Paul to Jesus is it's perfect. It's beautiful. There's a there's a lot to work with. Yeah. It's right. It's just right yeah. for parody. It's just, right exactly. All right. So now, hey, my Monty Python they they did their thing mocking religion. I yeah. think honestly, I think Sean Paul. Wait, is this another time traveling? Uh... This is him waking up as Jesus. Yeah. We all end up with him waking up in someone else's body. The sequel in... is him waking up as Jesus for the second coming. Yeah, that's yeah. totally fine. All right, so uh, here's the last one that I have. As I... long as you don't make second coming sexual. Ooh. No, we're going to make it a, the, a the house is on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the last one I wrote for this. You've seen him as the papa. You've seen him as the Ron. Now see him like never before. Er, the son? Sean Paul goes from Capitol Records back to Capitol Hill when he wakes up as Rand Paul. House of Raps 2, the Senate, feeling Randy. Coming soon. Alright, I can, I can dig that one. <laughs> Cause it's like the it's like House of Raps, the original, but mm-hmm. instead of Ron Paul, now you're Rand Paul and mm-hmm. you're in the Senate. It could be a sequel. It's, well, that's why it's called yeah. House of Raps Two. Oh, okay. Subtitle: The Senate. Got Sub it. subtitle: Feeling Randy. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that you have something prepared in case the first one is so successful. Yeah, it, yeah if the fir- if the first House of Raps <laughs> takes off. Because, you know, Ron Paul... Which it will. Because Ron Paul was in the House of Representatives, and Rand Paul was a senator. So that's why it's House of Raps 2, the Senate, and because it's Rand Paul, you're feeling Randy. (laughs) Honestly, I think you might be throwing some energy into the universe, because Sean Paul could be president. Just give me the line. I don't know, isn't he Jamaican? I think he's Jamaican-American. I thought he was Jamaican. I don't know where he was born. Is he? I want to see the long form birth certificate. Yeah, I don't know. He could have been born. Uh, you know, maybe he's Jamaican, but maybe he, maybe his parents were on vacation in Texas. He could have been born in Texas. That's. You know what? I don't know where he was born, so let's let's just. I can. I can look it up right now while we're talking to see where he was born. But well, you know, was... none of us know what he's saying, so he probably wasn't born in America. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so but which of these was your favorite? He was born in Kingston, Jamaica. So no, he he's not. He's not a citizen. I like I like the Ron Paul one because I feel like an election like that's kind of uh, like people love like people get so f- I think people, people get real hyped up during election yeah, time. Yeah, I think House of Raps was really it was a good. I yeah. I thought it was a very good plot. Mm-hmm. I liked House of Raps because mm-hmm. just think of all like the Capitol Hill hijinks he can get into. Yeah, totally. And, and then. And then we're mocking that whole political system. Exactly. It's just... It's so, so like, let's right. laugh at it, everybody. And then I think, on top of the, what makes it even stronger, is the opening for the sequel, House of Raps 2, the Senate, feeling Randy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... I, I think you should pitch that. Very quantum leap. I love all this. 
Yeah, and so I just pictured this would be a series of him waking up as different people throughout history and, and you know, just doing his thing. But, you, but what was your least favorite? The JFK stoner comedy? Or the D-Day invasion where he's Dwight D. Eisenhower? I feel like the D-Day one, because I feel like that's not going to be relatable for at all. Well, what if we uh, <clears throat> completely steal <throat> the beach scene from Saving Private Ryan? That but, cuts our budget. But we, not if we don't, not if we, like, actually we steal just it. We don't cut. pay anyone, in, we just cut and paste it in. And oh, I didn't mean cut, I mean, it, like, frees up more money. Oh, yeah, that'll save our budget, and, because it's a comedy, we just mm. add in some, like, boing effects mm. and stuff like that to, to the scene. <laughs> you <know>? Boing. <laughs> Oh well, that's always funny. So like Wilhelm screams, maybe like those the cliched like bite noise. All right, but definitely you gotta throw it up in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, these all sound like great ideas as long as you just throw some in there. Um, throw a couple of fart noises in, uh, wrap it up, send it to post, and like just cut. Cut Sean Paul's face over someone. And every time, I mean, no matter what movie you're making, anytime Sean Paul speaks, just that's when you have subtitles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it's just some of his, it's just one of his songs, but subtitles to fit the scene. And then when they're like clearing out the D Day bunkers with flamethrowers, he's just like, give me the light! <laughs> and then maybe, like, I mean, you definitely need some cameos like Shaggy. In there, so like you also don't know what Shaggy's saying, and there will also be captions. Unless it wasn't him, and then you can just say, one me. Oh. One me. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, maybe. What a he, powerhouse. Maybe he, show, he shows up in uh, <laughs> the. the uh, what was it? The oh, Grassy Knoll. No, Grassy Knoll. Yeah, the stoner comedy, where he's. Uh, so, Sean Paul's like dodging bullets. And, like, he looks up and he sees Shaggy in the window. He's like, Shaggy, what are you doing? And it's like, Shaggy, what are you doing, man? And then you see him like, oh, 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 oh. wasn't me. <laughs> but I see you, you have the gun. Wasn't me. That <laughs> could be a classic. That, I mean, I think any of these would be stoner movies. <laughs> well, this one would really play the trope. Yeah. Like, this one would, I mean, it's it's. <laughs> I mean, if I'm gonna have to see any one of these movies, like you bet your ass, I'm taking an edible beforehand. Just like, like that is that is given. I just picture like me bringing like these screenplays in. Like I have already written all of these, and like just some like movie director being like, "All right, we'll buy all of them, make mm. them," and it's just like. Five, five years later, I mean, like, worst movie producer ever. <laughs> like, like, I've just turned out garbage after... Like, for some reason, they bank... Because if you see how the movie industry works, they just love bankrolling garbage. And then they're like, oh my god, we made garbage. Honestly, I mean, there's definitely... Uh, people have an affinity for uh, just, like, shitty comedies. Like, the, the, the shittiest of movies... I mean, look at the room. You could be the next fucking 
No, I want this to White, be Tommy really want this to be high production value. Mm. You know, like I I want them to spend a lot of money on this yeah. and just people to look back and be like, "The fuck were they thinking?" Like I want like a real movie studio to be like, "All right, you've got your you've got your Sean Paul series greenlit. Go get Sean Paul in here." Uh, he's a tough negotiator. Just give me a lie. Yeah. Well, that's Sean Paul. I mean, he is, I mean, he is working with, uh, I don't know, like, girl groups such as uh, Little Mix or uh, Fifth Harmony. I mean, like, this guy is a big deal. In I don't year know any of the names you just dropped. Yeah, because he's he's a pop star. He is a pop star for teenage girls now. We were growing up and we knew him as... <clears throat> as the guy who didn't, who was in pop songs, but you couldn't understand what he was saying? Yeah, but now he's still in... Uh, he's no, still, he stayed still and we moved. Oh my god. We left Neverland and he didn't. Wait, <laughs> that's so interesting. We, he, he, didn't, he didn't pivot. We left Neverland. He didn't. So he's like the ultimate. Oh my god! So we are time traveling, and he is staying in the same place. Everyone's time traveling forward, except for except him. for except Sean Paul. He somehow planted himself in space. He is time. doing the <laughs> same. Ex- wow! Mind blown. It's almost as if he can wake up as another person in another time. But he's waking up as the same person <laughs> in the same... He's waking up as the same person doing the same thing Sean in a Paul. time. Oh my god, he needs a promotion. Just give him the lie. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're going to take a quick break. Get a word from our sponsors, and we will be back with some beer reviews. So hang in. And give me the lie. This week's episode is brought to you by House of Raps. He was burning, not concerning what nobody want to say. But when the votes were turned in, Sean Paul went to sleep on election night, just wanting to be the papa and her to be the mom. But when he woke up, he was the papa and the Ron. That's right, he woke up as Ron Paul. He goes from Sean Paul to Ron Paul. It's House of Raps to House of Raps, and this is zany comedy. House of Raps. It's happening this November. I'm really excited to see that film. What a lovely message. Might even see it in the movie theaters. Yeah, I, I mean, that that would be a great movie to see in theaters. Uh, we don't usually go to the theaters. But now it's time for everyone's favorite portion of the show, Beer Reviews. Yep. Now, this week we've got Mash Up the Jam. M- mash it up. Mash it up. Yo, mash it. Now, this is Mash Up the Jam by Collective Arts from Art Brewing. Uh, mash Up the Jam. It's a dry hop sour. It's 5.2% ABV. Um, a little pricey. The four-pack of pints was uh, $13. And you can see there's some weird art. I guess the art changes from can to can. Some had a geisha on it. It did come with some memoirs of the geisha, but I didn't read that. It didn't actually uh, come with the memoirs of the geisha. Um, but uh, let's give this a little crack a little do and uh, see how it do for the beer review. I'm a poet and I was unaware of it. <laughs> But now, Becca, you're not a big sour person, right? No, I do like sours. You do. 
It smells from here. I'm just pouring mm. it, and it smells mm. pretty good. I just haven't been an active uh, Sours uh, acquirer, I guess. Okay, well, let's give this the old collage try. It smells really good. It smells like grapefruit almost. Wow. That is a fantastic sour. I really like that. It's not too sour. Uh, it's not too sweet. It's a good sour beer. Um, like I said, it tastes, there's no description on the can, but, um, I'm getting, like, a lot of, like, grapefruity-ness mm. from it. Like, it's almost like a, a grapefruit kind of beer. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and give this a 4.5 flaming charcoal briquettes on the hibachi scale of beer. It's just a very, um, it's very drinkable very potable uh, sour beer. And I feel like you can just toss these babies back. Price point may be a difficulty, but I, I really enjoy this beer. I love the flavor. Um, yeah, that, that, I mean, that's all. I think this is a solid sour. Um, not too sour, so if you know your friends that are kind of mm. teetering on the edge of sour, this might be good for them. Hmm. It took me a little while to get kind of like an adequate taste just because of the uh, enormous head on this pour. Well, but. <laughs> so, just throwing shade. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I'm gonna. I'm, I don't want to be a copycat, but I'm gonna go with the same, same boat. Which is? Uh, 4.5. Uh, flaming charcoal briquettes on the hibachi scale of beer. Nailed it. Unlike the boar, which <laughs> I didn't nail, which had a lot of head on it. I'm getting a... Which I shouldn't mind because I do love my skunky beers. I'm getting a little bit of like that skunky... Skunky sour. Uh, yeah. I, which I, isn't so bad. It's like, not, yeah, it's yeah. not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, skunkiness, yeah. when you're getting into the craft beers and stuff, yeah. like, some of them have that skunkiness, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. No. Yeah. You know me. I love my Heinekens. <laughs> They're a little skunky. Also, I feel like with this, if you were, I feel like if it were missing something to remind you that it's a beer, like a bit of skunkiness... Yeah. It would almost be kind of like a, a cocktail, or yeah, a, you know, like what I'm that saying? could be a pro for you. Exactly. Yeah. So for me, I think the the skunkiness was a reminder, just saying, "Hey, I'm still a beer." Yeah, like I'm not some sort of just like sour drink. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not a sour alcoholic cocktail. Yeah. or malt beverage. Mm-hmm. It's here. It's a beer. Get used to it. Yeah. I'm also going to give it a four point five on the hibachi flaming charcoal briquettes on the hibachi scale of beer. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like it. It's lemony, limey, grapefruity, mm-hmm. kind of like that funky yogurt taste. Yes. I like it. Yes, the yogurt. That's <laughs> that, it. That, like, tart yogurt. Might be good brass monkeyed. Probably would. Yeah, I bet. Should, should we go? Dare we or no? Nah. I want to just drink enjoy this. It. I yeah. enjoy it. I was going to say, it. I think it has enough of the citrus. Yeah, it's got plenty of citrus. It doesn't need to be brass monkey Mm-mm. any other thoughts on this uh yeah I, I mean i really like it it's like 
bubble. It's like bubbly and yeah, yeah it's got the perfect. I, it's got a great balance of effervescence. Yeah. It's got that nice. If you know it's a beer, but it's also got a nice kind of sweet, soury citrus mm-hmm. going on, and I think it's just a very well balanced beer. Yeah, I, I think I want to. I think I'm going to change my vote. I'm giving it five. Giving it a five. I'm okay. It yeah, a five. I, you know what? I was hesitant. I'm like, we give out a lot of fives, but you're right. This is a five. This is a solid five out of five beer, and I think I was hesitant before, but I agree with you because I wanted to say five, but then I was like, I feel like I, I'm yeah. fast and loose with them. But this is a really good beer. It's perfectly balanced. It's not one of those like mm-hmm. sour your face off where it's yeah. like you're drinking a warhead beer. No, I really you know? like it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's really good. And I think I've been reluctant like i think every review that i've given has always been a 4.5 or a 4 and i don't think i have given a 5 but this by far is this is definitely the one of the best beers that uh i've tried since we've been recording so here's the one with the geisha on it i thought Ooh. i thought we had the can with the geisha oh, but we didn't Oh, that was pretty. See, this can makes it look like it's, it's going to be real sour because everyone on it is bug-eyed. Well, bug-eyed they're squir- are they, aren't they squirrel people? Aren't they? I little say monkeys. Chi- they look like uh, like chippos. They look, a- they look like an, a weird artist's rendition of uh, chippo from. Well, this Inuyasha. one's got like long ears, and this one's got shorter ones. I think they're like bunnies and. I was going to say monkeys. That's just because they have people faces. This other (laughs) one has some sort of uh, parade float that's shooting lasers from its eyes over a high-speed train. There's a Hanzo-type character. He's on a horse wearing samurai armor with a bow. There's a geisha. So, I mean... Yeah. Think, make of that what you will. Can Can you tell me the name of it again? Yeah, this is Mash Up the Jam, Dry Hop Sour... By Collective Arts. So, All right. collectiveartsbrewing.com if you want to check them out. But, um, rave reviews from your friends with benefactors. So, so while we're on talking about Inuyasha and Japanese stuff, Sarah and I have found a new show that we love. It's an anime, but it's not a traditional anime. It's not like upskirts and fan service and traditional animation it's actually very like limited animation and it's actually from the people that make hello kitty and it's very hello it's very hello kitty-esque it's all anthropomorphized animals this and that but it's for adults and um so it's basically uh if hello kitty had a soul-crushing office job what what's it called agro rakutsa Ag agra agra Oh yeah, there. So we can watch that after this episode's over. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now, she, now, ag, it, now it's called Agricutso, which is it, a it's a portmanteau of aggression and Ritsuko. Ritsuko being the main character, and she's this okay. little like red, red panda, red panda, red it's fox. One of my- favorite words of portmanteau I love yeah, that exactly well <laughs> so she that. she's a she's like a red fox or red panda or something and she has this office job where she's an accountant and she's got a shitty boss and her job sucks it's just basic she has a soul-crushing office job which many people can relate, can relate to. Yeah. yeah and so 
what she does, she has her, she carries a microphone with her, and when she gets upset at work, she goes to the bathroom and sings death metal about how much she hates her job and the people around her, and and then when she's done with work, she goes to karaoke and sings more death metal. Oh, that's cool. I thought you were going to say she carries a microphone with her so that, like, when she's sexually harassed at work, she'd have proof. (laughs) (laughs) No, not a recorder, just a microphone. Okay. All right. (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I actually it was, it was a one season on Netflix we finished it it was good we really enjoyed it it, it hit a little close to home yeah <laughs> you're like oh god there's one wedding episode I think you can relate to yeah there was a wedding episode where like I, I don't want to give too many spoilers but like she, she's like you know she's 25 she's mm-hmm. not making a lot of money so she gives a big gift and she like doesn't She's giving the gift, but she doesn't want to give the gift. <laughs> I, you oh, know, man. It, 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 it hits so close to home. Oh, that's so funny. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> so true. Yeah. And so, like, there, she's, like, handing the like, gift over to the parents and they're like, how do you know the bride or groom? And they're, like, trying to pull the envelope, and she's, like, still hanging on. She's like, oh, I'm friends of the bride. And they're like, well, that's so nice. And she's like, I know. Like, and they're, like, fighting over the envelope before she finally decides, like, to hand it over. <laughs> that's hilarious. It's really good. Oh. I really enjoyed it. The only thing was it was just like, oh. Like, it just hit the nail on the head. To, like, like I said, it hits very, as someone who's been li- yeah. living through shitty office jobs, and I've been through, yeah. I've just recently gotten past my mm-hmm. mid-20s, it's just like, oof. And it's oof. so cute when it's, like, portrayed by just, like, cartoon By, like, animals. a Hello Kitty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're like, oh, it still hits it. Yeah, exactly. It still connects way too. It just, it's, you're just like, oh, this hurts. That's when you know it's really well made. Yeah, exactly. Because the animation isn't that good. It's very simple animation. Mm -hmm. But you're watching this like, this connects on too high of a level for watching this Hello Kitty esque creature run around and do office work. That's pretty funny. Oh, man. So if you get a chance, check out Agrisuko. Agrisuko. I think it's just called Rage in Japanese. Also, they they didn't bother to change the American subs, so the subtitles don't match the American dubs, so (laughs) they don't always match up with the things they say. Oh, well, what can you do? Sing death metal karaoke about it. Yeah. Get the get the subtitles right, you asshole. Well, no, I kind of liked it. I like knowing what they were. What they're really of, saying. Yeah, what they were kind of yeah. supposed to say. I enjoyed say. it too. Actually, I prefer that having the original subs with the dubs. It's like you get the best of both worlds because some people claim that the the subs are the best, and some people claim when it comes to anime, which is no one, that the dubs are better. But having both subs and dubs, you get literally experience both at the same time. And like, I don't understand Japanese. <laughs> Pick your own route. Yeah, like I'm not gonna translate this myself. So yeah. I'm it's glad like, two people took the time exactly. to do it for me. Yeah, it's like you can go your own way. Yeah, exactly. Go your own way. Like Fleetwood Mac. 
call it another lonely day. <laughs> another lonely day. Uh-huh. We don't like karaoke here, by the way, if you could tell. I was just going to say, anyone want to play rock band? <laughs> oh, well, Sarah's friends came to visit recently, and we might have an episode. <laughs> we might have a lost episode that we tried to put together while highly fucked up off of gin. And then we did the karaoke machine here till like, 3 in the morning. Oh, my God. And, yeah, and... Was it a shit show? Well, I put blankets on the ceiling to pad the upstairs. Yeah, Matt was so cute where, trying to soundproof her Because a baby lives upstairs. but um. the, Or not a baby. I think it's a toddler at this point. But it, they they make a lot of noise the rest of the day, so I didn't feel that bad. And I haven't heard yeah. any complaints, so I don't care that much. I was going to say, yeah, there's a group text if anyone feels to tell anyone else they need to be quiet. You can do so. Oh, you have a group text with your neighbors? Yeah, Matt's on it. I'm not... It's for the landlord, because the landlord usually... It started out as the landlord doing it to tell us to, like, move our cars when snowstorms would come. And then, like, one day, because Amazon's a piece of... Well, I don't know if it's Amazon or the people they hire, but, like, the delivery services tell you it's delivered, but they don't deliver it to meet their quota for Prime. Mm -hmm. So you get a message that your Prime package has been delivered, and if you're like me, you live in a fucking apartment, and you're like, my package didn't arrive. Mm -hmm. Did anyone else get a package? And so I was like, hey, did anyone else get a package? And then it turns out it was just the people fucking meeting their quota and saying they delivered it. And even when I fucking, because I reached out to Amazon, they're like, oh, give it a day because sometimes they say it. And I'm like, well, here's some feedback. Like, I pay you know, what is it, $120 now a year for mm-hmm. this stupid Prime service, so it's either get me accurate information mm-hmm. about when my package is delivered, mm-hmm. or don't do it at all. Like, don't give me misinformation to meet a quota. That's bullshit. Yeah. And so... And it's so fucked up that you're the one who always gets screwed. I always get my packages on time, yeah, and I, I order way more shit off and, of Amazon and than I'm, you do. And I'm the one that pays for the And brand. that's the asshole who pays for it, and he never gets his shit on time. Uh, but once I start doing that, other neighbors start hopping on, being like, hey, did anyone see my package? I'm like, hey, last time they fucked me over, so give it another day. And so I just imagine that someone would just be like, hey, can you keep down the noise whoever is doing karaoke at three in the morning yeah but it was a saturday yeah it wasn't it wasn't a if, if you're pissed off enough you'll you'll reach out to that group text yeah exactly totally i would because i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i hate confrontation i'm not gonna knock on someone's door but if i'm actually if i you know want shit to get quiet i'll i'll reach out via text Right. It's all about how you ask. You'd be like, hey, guys. Hey, I can hear, I can I can hear, hear all of it. I don't, they, I don't think they heard or cared, no. though. Yeah, exactly. I don't think if they, they did, they would have yeah, done something. Totally. You know? I mean, text messaging is, the, I mean, that is, like, the the least confrontational thing you can do. Because it's not being an asshole if you ask via text. And, and even if you just took, copied all the numbers scary. and removed the fucking landlord, yeah. too, and you're like, listen... I took the landlord off the text. Whoever's doing karaoke, please stop. I'm trying mm-hmm. to go, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, you're fine. And if they did that, I think I'd probably be cooler you're about it than if the landlord was... Because it's like CCing the boss, uh, yeah. you know? <laughs> you're, and you're... Oh, yeah, no, I didn't know the... I figured the group one yeah. for packages was sans landlord. No, I, the, I didn't take the... Yeah. Hit him off. You're, I didn't care at the time because it wasn't like anyone was in trouble. I was just, and I wasn't, I wasn't pointing a finger. I was like, listen, I was told by Amazon I was delivered. Did anyone see it? No. Okay, I'll wait a day. Oh, it showed up. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. And you're so you're so conscious about what other people are thinking that I highly doubt that you're causing enough of a ruckus <laughs> that the neighbors would catch notice. Mm-hmm. And besides the fact, I've been making about as much ruckus for the past four years that I've been here. Mm. Like, it should be known, you know, like, how much ruckus I make. On Saturdays, we wear earplugs to bed. Yeah, like, Saturdays (laughs) are my nights to go crazy. Mm. And then, like, at least two or three, at least one or two weekends a month, we're we're not even here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, you're you're fine. You're fine. So, you know what? Well, I don't think we have much more to talk about. We've always reached it. We actually lost 10 minutes of audio uh, when Sarah was talking about uh, driving behind Casper. Uh, Audacity decided to pause without being paused, and it made it seem like it was recording, but the thing didn't move. So, yeah, we lost 10 minutes of sweet audio that your ears will never hear. What did we say? It was very good, but we're not going to tell you what it was. That magic has been lost to the ether. It's out there in the universe somewhere. Maybe somewhere distant civilizations will pick up our broadcast millions of years from now. But unfortunately, your ears will never be graced with with yeah. it. And, and you'll never know our opinions on uh, whether or not the Armenian genocide was a thing. It was a thing. I'm just going to clear that. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to leave that in the podcast. Yeah, I'm going to outright say that it was, in fact, a thing. Yeah. Uh, well, you can sleep well knowing that an alternate universe you yeah. got to listen to it. And they're very happy. Yeah, that's true. And then there's an alternate universe where we just listen to the podcast when we even make it. Deep. Deep. Well, there's an Meta. infinite amount of universes, you know. There are. We could go on, but let's not. Let's not. So, let's bring it in with some housekeeping. InfoFriendsOfBenefactors.com. That's our email. We've got a brand new contest going on. That's our Just Cartoon Dicks contest. We've got three handcrafted, hand-drawn Just Cartoon Dicks. Excuse me. For you, from us. We'll autograph them. Well, you get one. Customize them. Yeah. For one. Three of you get one. Email us. Three of you. We'll get one. Email us. Info at friendsofbenefactors.com with the subject line, Just Cartoon Dicks. To get your Just Cartoon Dick customized by us, send us uh, in your email. Include the theme or just tell us that it's dealer's choice. Or if you don't say anything and you just use the subject line, you'll get the dealer's choice anyway. But if you want a theme to it, let us know. Otherwise, you're getting your just your autographed, customized, just cartoon dick from us to you, sent via snail mail. Don't forget to include your P.O. box or your, your mailbox so we can get it to you. We'll handle shipping. We got them 49 cent forever stamps. You dig? Um, oh, and uh, the re- the return address, like, or our, it won't say just cartoon dicks if you're worried about privacy issues. Yeah, it's, it's my home address. Yeah. So don't. Discreet me. packaging. Yes. Discreet packaging. Yes, you'll get discreet your just packaging for your package. Highly discreet. But no one will be the wiser. 
I, I'll put in parentheses on it. There's not a cartoon dick. Yes. I won't even do that. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll be a regular envelope with my my home address as the return address and the the address right. as your address. <laughs> I, I figured we'd clarify that because I figured that's why we weren't getting any mail. Well, this is a new contest. If you're referring to our our old contest, <laughs> that one ended a long time ago. Oh, okay. And now that we're on a new podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Or the 2. new and new friends. Yeah, new friends of benefactors. New friends, new benefactors, bigger dicks. Bigger dicks. Um, also, I think we still have a Facebook page. You guys are in charge. I quit the Facebooks. We do. We only post podcasts, <laughs> Speaking <though>. of privacy. <laughs> uh, uh, we have a Twitter, at FWBenefactors. So follow us there, or follow us there. Uh, send us Follow us email. anywhere. Hate mail, fan mail, topics you want to hear us talk about, or um, maybe if you have your own, if you send us in a Sean Paul waking up as someone else at any given point in history, the future, the present, whatever, you let us know. Uh, we'll we'll say it on the air, um, and I think that about does it. So until next time, this, this friendship, friendship has, has sailed. sailed.